This conference will now be recorded. This conference will now be recorded. Even as we fellowship in his presence, we bless his name, we give him all the praise and glory. For he has done us well, and he's been good to us. Amen.
Mary Santin Wow, Mary Santin, Ejawa Kwai, Eyetini, Mary Santin, Ujuma Yekesi, Mary Santin, Wakwantini, Nahe Ayewa 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 Oh, sa nara nara Mary Me 
Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Um, anytime there is an issue with my microphone, if anybody could um, let me know in the chat, that would be very much appreciated. Thank you. Father, we thank you, we give you glory, and we give you praise for tonight. We exalt and we magnify your holy name. Your children have guided unto you tonight to lay our presentations and make our supplications to you. We confess, O oh God, that we are not sufficiently qualified in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us. But tonight, we know that our sufficiency and our qualification comes from you. And so we pray, O oh Lord, that by the speakings of the blood, our pleadings will be holy and acceptable to you, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name, can somebody say or type amen in the chat? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Um, tonight, because of the all night that will be happening in Ghana, we have just under an hour to go. And so I will try to be brief in my speaking so that we can do some prayers before the top of the hour. Once again, thank you for coming in. Apologies for the earlier technical difficulties. We thank God for his mercies and his grace. He's the one that has convened us tonight. And we bless him for the ministry of Apostle also. And personally, I want to thank Apostle again for the privilege and opportunity to lead God's people in their pleadings and supplications to him. Tonight, I want us to look at this subject of dealing with unreasonable men and unreasonable women. We, we, we're going to be looking at the subject that I have titled Dealing with the Council 
of unreasonable men and women because we do not have um, the privilege of having anything put on the slide for us. If there are any scriptures or prayer points, I'll be posting them in the chat. And so if you can, I want you to be paying close attention to the chat because if there are any prayer points or Bible readings, I will post them in the chat so that you can read along with me and pray along with me. Amen. Tonight, our first Bible reading will be from the book of Esther. We're going to be looking at the book of Esther. And I have posted it in the chat for the purposes of your reading. Esther chapter 1, I want us to read from verse 10 to verse 22. I know that we are pressed for time, but I believe in praying. That is backed by understanding, and that is why I want to read this for you rather than just summarize it. So on the seventh day, the Bible says in Esther chapter 1, reading from verse 10, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mehuman, Bista, Habanah, Bekta, and Abakta, Zeta, and Karkas. These were seven eunuchs who served in the presence of the king. And he commanded them to bring Queen Vashti before the king with a royal crown in order to show the peoples and the princes her beauty, for she was lovely to look at. And verse 12 says that Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command. And this displeased the queen greatly. And so the king guarded the seven princes of Persia and Media. The Bible calls these people the seven people who stood in the presence of the king. These were the men that saw the king's face and sat first in the kingdom. So they were people of honor, they were people of prestige, they were people of some authority, and people of great influence. And verse 15, the king told, asked them, according to the law, what is to be done to Queen Vashti because she has not performed the command of Kenahasuerus delivered by the eunuchs? Then Memukan said in the presence of the king and the officials, not only has the king, not only against the king, sorry, has Queen Vashti done wrong, but also against the officials and all the peoples who are in the provinces of Kinahazarus. For the queen's behavior will be made known to all women, causing them to look at their husbands with contempt since they will say, King Ahasuerus commanded Queen Vashti to be brought before him, and she did not come. Verse 18 continues that this very day, the noble women of Persia and Media who have heard of the queen's behavior will say the same to all the king's officials, and there will be contempt and wrath in plenty. If it please the king, Nebuchadnezzar said, let a royal order go out from him and let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes so that it may not be repealed. That Vashti is never again to come before King Ahasuerus and let the king give her royal position to another who is better than she. And the Bible says in verse 20 of Esther chapter 1, that so when the decree made by the king is proclaimed throughout all his kingdom, for it is vast, 
all women will give honor to their husbands, high and low alike. Verse 21 says that this advice from Memukan pleased the king and the princess, and the king did as Memukan proposed. And so the king sent letters to all the royal provinces that every man be master in his own household and speak according to the language of his people. I will not take too much time to break this down. Like I said, we are pressed for time, but I want to list out three or so key pointers from what we just read. The first pointer is that the king made such a request when he was drunk. The Bible says that his heart was merry with wine. That is why the Bible warns against drunkenness because drunk people do stupid things. Drunk people do unreasonable things. Don't forget that we are looking at dealing with the counsel of unreasonable men. The second key pointer is this, that it was unusual for a king to demand his queen, especially an Eastern king, to present herself to a room that was full of drunken people because it did not show respect for the rank of Vashti as, king, as queen. The third pointer is this, that it was customary for the queen to be hidden from public scrutiny. Why? Because her beauty was not just her honor, but the honor of the king as well. And so we see from what we read, that Queen Vashti, even though she was in the position of power, authority, and influence, became a victim of the council of Memukam on her blind side. So for most of us, we are at the mercy of those who give counsel to the people that sit in judgment over us. Now, Apostle has taught us that not every case in heaven is, pre is presented before the court of the Ancient of Days that there is a hierarchy of other heavenly beings that make decisions which affect the realm of man. These beings also sit in court and give counsel that pertains to you and me. So the question I want to ask you is that who in heaven is advising those who take decisions about your life, decisions about your marriage, decisions about your children, decisions about your business, Decisions even about the economy of the nation that you are living in. Decisions that affect the livelihood of people in the particular enclave. Who in heaven is advising the people who take such decisions? The king asked what was to be done to the queen according to law. See, when the king called the seven princes, he said what can be done according to law. So the king was expecting them to make a reference to a law that existed. Yet Memukan did not reference any existing law. Rather, he replied with a suggestion for a new royal decree that did not exist. So the question is, which new bylaws are being recommended and put in place specifically because of you? Which old laws are being changed about you to disadvantage you and your children? In the case of Memukan, the Bible was silent about the motivation behind his advice. But when it came to the time of Daniel, the Bible tells us exactly why 
Certain evil and unreasonable men rose against him and gave bad counsel to the king. So if you can turn your Bibles with me to Daniel chapter 6, I want us to look at something over there. Daniel chapter 6. The Bible says in verse 3 that then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought of setting him over the whole realm. Look at verse 4. So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge or fault. So in Daniel, we see that because Daniel was working, because Daniel was operating with an excellent spirit and the king sought to promote him, certain people rose in opposition to Daniel. And so these men went to the king and they gave the king an unreasonable counsel, knowing full well that that counsel will put Daniel into a trap. Tonight, may God deliver us and our children from the counsel of unreasonable people. These people are sitting in government. These people are heads of institutions, heads of corporations, heads of companies. Some of them can even be found in ministry. But I pray for you tonight that may you and I not become victims to the whims and caprices of unreasonable.